Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Let's bring in a man who I apologize for making him wait on hold. He's got stuff to do. He is the general manager for the Atlanta Braves. He's Alex Anthopoulos, who's kind enough to join us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker Line. Alex Let's start right here with what we were just talking about, the battle, as I called it, for the uh, fifth spot in the rotation between Ian Anderson and Mike Soroka. Take me through that. What's it going to look like? Yeah, look, I, used to, I hope it's a battle, right? I hope it's like, man, these guys are rolling, and it's a tough decision for us. That'd be ideal. Um, look, they both have options, so meaning that they could be sent down to the minor leagues at any time uh, without having to go through uh, outright waivers and so on. So, Whoever we start with, and look, they're the front runners, guys like Allard and Bryce Elder and so on, will still compete, but with what they've both done, Soroka being in a Cy Young conversation in 2019, Ian Anderson, what, he, what he's done here the last three years, they're clearly going to be the, the front runners. But whoever we go with, it doesn't mean it stays that way the entire year, right? It's going to be the best guy. So if someone ends up hitting a bump in the road and someone's down and going out throwing the ball great, we'll make a change. So we're going to try to put the best team out there we can every day, and we know how tight this division is going to be, and every win's going to matter. What will you see, whether it's a number or just some visually? What will you see from Charlie Morton, and you'll go, okay, he's right again? Yeah, so, you know, I always tell myself before spring training, I'm not going to get overly influenced, right? But, of course, I'm not down there yet, but I call, and you're asking guys, how do guys look? And everyone says, man, Charlie looks unbelievable. Uh, he's always in great shape, but he's in even, even greater shape. And look, the biggest thing with Charlie was, I know like the stats don't look great, but when we signed him, if you remember, you know, we, when we signed him coming off that 2020 season with the Rays, his ERA was, was well into, into the fours. He pitched really well down the stretch for them. But there was a story to tell in terms of he had an abbreviated offseason in terms of just the summer with COVID. We reported to camp. He had three weeks to be ready to be the opening day starter for the Rays. Didn't get off to a great start because he needs a certain amount of time. Uh, went on the IL and then came back and pitched well all the way to the World Series. With us, the first year in 21, he had a normal offseason, full offseason, came into camp, had plenty of time to get ready, had an awesome year. Last year, where he's coming off the in- injury with the World Series, we're locked out, so we can't directly communicate with him, rehab, and so on. He's trying to get ready for opening day. Everything was rushed and was crammed in. So uh, when you look at everything, his velo, his stuff is pretty much the same. The biggest change in the statistics were the home run rate, and we think there's an element of luck to that. So his track man data, all of his data, for the most part, everything's the same. So I expect Charlie to be 2021 Charlie. So uh, And Whaley, when we signed him, the same way his stats with the Rays didn't look great. If you look at his last year with the Astros, a lot of his rate stats, the walk rate, the strikeout rate, innings, and so on, they're right in line basically with, with the same thing. So uh, I think Charlie's going to have a huge year for us. Alex Anthopoulos, Braves general manager with Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. If I called left field a potential platoon, is that going too far? How does Rosario Ozuna work itself out? Yeah, you know what? It is totally wide open. So it could be anything. And like, same thing with the fifth spot. It, it can change, right? So um, even you look at last year, the way things changed, we traded for Robbie Grossman, a potentially be a right-handed bat off the bench. Smith ended up going with him and playing him more often. So um we're going to go with the hot hand. If that works out to be a platoon, great. If that works out with somebody gets the line share every day at bats, that's fine too. Um, but we don't have anyone who's locked in. Clearly, Harrison Acuna are locked in the center and right no matter what happens. 
a field based on the seasons we had from Ozuna, from Rosario, and then the other guys that we brought in, it's it's wide open at this point. So, again, I think we've got we got a lot of optionality, and um, we we can make changes at any time. Uh, Ronald Acuna, very home country proud and good for him. Uh, are there limitations on him in the WBC? No, he's good. I mean, I think the biggest thing is look, you're always worried with all these guys. Um, but he's fine. We let him play in the winter. We let him DH. I mean, he was going to play spring training games with us, and he's going to have to get ready. And we had no plans to have any 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 restrictions going into the season. So, you know, he our plan was to get him ready in spring and be an everyday guy. And if that means playing 20 games in a row, I mean, there isn't anything that would stop us from doing that. So, um, again, you always worry. That's with any player when you're not you don't have eyes on him. But he's good. He's ready to go. He's further removed from the knee. I do think with Rosario and him specifically. Getting at bats, competitive at bats, is not a bad thing from a timing standpoint, and that should only be a good thing going into the season. Alex, I was trying to do my best to get in the mind of Alex Anthopoulos, and I'm like, okay, signing all these outfielders, right? Here's uh, Kevin Pillar, and here's Sam Hilliard, and here's Eli White, and it's one after another. Um, is that potentially because you want depth on the bench, not knowing what left field could be? Is that because the minor league system needs some depth, and we're going to have some guys you know, taking care of AAA while the younger guys work their way up in the system. Tell me about all the signings in the outfield. Yeah, I think it's all of the above. So uh, I constantly worry about when guys get hurt, who's coming up, who's playing, because the likelihood is at all positions, things are going to happen. We're going to lose guys. And, you know, one, even if you, you think you can make changes at the trade deadline, that's four months of the year that you have to get there, right? So God forbid we lose guys in spring training or early in the season. Realistically, you're not, you can't really do a whole lot about it other than internal options until the end of July. So that's four months. That's a lot of games to wait. So, I think the biggest thing for us was look, the guys that are that are real in, impact bats, those guys are going to be very expensive. They're going to be big contracts, going to be huge trades. They're harder to come by. So, you know, the view for us is that we had guys internally that had down years with the bat, but that are bat first guys, Azuna, Rosario, and so on. And we wanted to make sure if the bats don't come that we know we're going to have elite defense in left field. And you know, Sam Hilliard's got elite defensive tools. He's got upside to hit as well. Eli White's got elite defensive tools. Kevin Pillar has been a very good defender in, in, in the past. And we want our depth to be that we have guys that can come in and play defense at all spots. Our lineup is deep. It's certainly strong. We wanted to get protection in center field as well. We don't know yet how Ronald's going to look. Now, is the defense now back to where it was that he can spell Harris if Harris does end up on the IL or if Harris does need a day off? Guillermo Heredia was always that guy. So we've gotten a lot of guys that can fill in center field because I'm hoping Mike stays healthy and he has a great year and so on. But if somebody was to go down, what are we doing at, at, what are we doing at that spot? So uh, we want to make sure that we, we were going to have that depth It'd be a great defensive club because when you look at the lineup, one through nine, uh, it should be deep. And it, we might just decide to go with elite defense and left from a run prevention standpoint and have great defender in left, great defender in center, great defender in right, and just, you know, make make all those outs and hate, uh, help the, the starters and, and the relievers. So uh, it's, it's nice to have that depth. A lot of these guys have options. They can go to Gwinnett. So it's just a really good spot to be in, and we know that if guys get hurt, now, the one other piece for us was that when Ronald didn't need to miss time, we didn't have a whole lot of guys that can go stand in right field, meaning guys with, with real arm strength that could be plus defenders in right field. Now, that was a, a sore spot for us. So 
again, I hope all these guys stay healthy, but we need depth and center, depth and right. It's hard to find, and the guys that we brought in can fill both spots. Uh, what is a realistic uh, scenario in your brain for this spring, this season for Ozzy? Like, what's what's this going to look like? I mean, he's full go. So he's full go. Just, you know, he was snake bit last year, right? He, he gets hurt, rehabs, bam, he's right back on the IL. So um, no no restrictions, no limitations at all. When you look at how good he was in, in 21, uh, and even you look at 20, right? He didn't have a great year in 20 either. He got up to slow start with a bat. He got hurt, and then he came back. And in 21, he had a phenomenal year. So um, I think the biggest thing with all these guys is that we feel like we're not so reliant on one player. So if guys get hurt or guys have a down year, we don't feel like the whole thing ends up falling apart. And that's really what you're always trying to do when you build a team. So um, we know what the ability is. We know what the talent is. Um, for the most part, you know, we expect him to stay healthy and have a great year and be the dynamic player he's always been. Alex Anthopoulos, Braves GM with Chuck and Chernoff on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Uh, I thought it was... When describing Vaughn Grissom's expectation, I said to the listeners, I think it's probably fair to do Dansby in 2018. Don't do Dansby in 2022 because he'd become an entirely different player on both sides of the ball. Is that a fair expectation when you look at what you're hoping for out of Vaughn? I think that's a great point. That's something we actually talked about specifically here is, look, of course, just like I've used this analogy a million times, but when we lost Donaldson, we lost a 900 OPS third baseman, gold glove caliber defender, that 2019, an MVP caliber player in 2019. We didn't expect Riley to just be that guy in, in uh, 2020. And, but we thought he'd be good enough. But look, Riley ended up hitting eighth or at the bottom of the order at low 700 OPS and was just solid for us, but we weren't counting on him. So I think whether it's Orlando Arcia or whether it's Vaughn Grissom, I think, like you said, Dansby Swanson wasn't an elite player his first year in the league. It took time. But we were still able to win the division with him playing the way he did, and he kept getting better at at short. He kept getting better offensively. So if you look at his career, you can still win that way. And I think the biggest thing for us is we're not looking or we don't expect to replace the season Dansby gave us. That would be crazy, right? Getting a six-win guy at shortstop. But maybe we we recover those wins in other areas. Maybe Acuna's a little better. Maybe Soroka and Anderson a little better. Maybe some of the relievers are a little bit better maybe some other spots are better and look in fairness 101 wins is fantastic but there's a reason it hadn't been done here in 20 plus years it's just hard to do so to sit there and think that you know you're you're going to be able to do that again sure we'd love to do that but you want to get to the playoffs so even if you go from a six win shortstop to a two win shortstop or a win and a half or whatever it might be you still can be a playoff team you still can be a team that wins a division so um and look even with players like Dansby or anybody else you, you hope you don't build the ball club. What if you have those players and they get hurt and they miss the season or they have down years? You, know, you don't want to feel like your whole team is so dependent on that one player. You know, we expected Acuna to be back to MVP caliber Acuna last year. It didn't happen. You know, things occur, but we had enough depth and we had a good enough club that we could overcome it, still win 101 games and win the division. So um, I'm not saying we want to lose great players to free agency or lose great players in trade. But if you're doing things the way you should, you need to build a deep enough roster that you should be able to overcome any one player. Will you promise me that there are no plans for the team to monkey around with the left fielder? I don't like giving away triples, like to move him to the new, like the infield shift position, et cetera. We're not going to leave like left field wide open, right? Yeah, that hasn't that has not been discussed at all. Now, if for whatever reason there's some compelling case to even talk about it, we will, but we haven't even talked about that. So the first 
it's come up is right now with this this moment. So um, definitely not. But we'd have to we'd need some really compelling uh, facts to consider that. You got to remember, one, we need Snit to be on board with something like that. We need Eric Young to be on board with something like that. Then from that point. They're on board. We need to get the well, players on board. Now, so, Walt Weiss is kind of don't feel it. Walt Weiss is kind of the he's the kind of the advanced analytics sort of mole, right? He's supposed to kind of like slow bleed all this with Snitker. No, you know what? It's really done as a group. I mean, it, it depends on the respective area. So um, we really do it as an entire entire group. So um, if it's for the infield stuff, now Walt and Snit will be involved. We'll be in the meetings. You know, we need buy-in and support, and it always starts there. Um, and look, if they have issues or concerns, we talk about it, you know, and it doesn't even get to the players. But basically there's a, basically there's almost like an approval process that we go through. We started in the office. Um, I'll ultimately sign off on it here if I feel good about it. And then we're ready to unveil it and bring it to Smith and Walt and to the coach, whether it's outfield or infield. When then as we go through that and we feel good about that, then we go to the next step and we bring it to the player. But there are times that, Maybe it won't get past the front office or it won't get past SNIT and the individual coach. We want to make sure that whatever we we bring to those guys, we're pretty confident that it's going to be impactful and certainly work. Alex, before we let you go, let me ask you about the pen. Uh, the Jimenez trade certainly was a big deal for you to add depth, kind of change things around with Iglesias now moving into the closer spot. Is it fair to say, though, if Yates is right, and he's close to what Yates was a couple of years ago, all of a sudden the depth and the dominance of this bullpen can be as good as anybody? No doubt. I mean, the, the depth of the pen is so important to us. So uh, I would say is that, yeah, Yates is certainly someone that we know what he can be. He can be one of the best relievers in the game. And the impact that he certainly has is outstanding. And, look, we, by design, want a very deep bullpen because there's going to be nights that we play. We've played a lot of games in a row, and certain guys are just down. And there's times relievers fight, and they want to be available to pitch, and they get upset. And I always tell these guys, I'm like, I can't trade for four relievers at the trade deadline. I mean, we, we did it once in 2019, and I don't ever want to do it again. Um, but if all these guys break and we wear them down, we just can't replace them in season. So we have to be careful during the season to protect these, these guys and make sure we have depth. Um, and during the playoffs, it changes with all the off days. But by, by design, I think I learned a lot from 2019 and after the trade for so many relievers. I've said I don't ever want to be in that position again. Um, and you start Yates, Jimenez, and so on. And look, the other component is one guy ends up getting hurt in spring training, like a Luke Jackson and so on. And all of a sudden, everyone moves up a peg. And that's tough to do to get late-inning relievers. So uh, you're not getting any, any help during the season. And other than internal until the end of July. And even then, what's so hard about trading for relievers is every contending team can fit them on the roster. You always have, you always can afford them in trade. You always can afford them salary-wise. And you always can afford them on the roster. You can always make room. So it makes it very competitive and very hard to acquire. We know you're busy, Alex. We always appreciate the time. I'm sure we'll catch up during spring training. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us. All right, guys. Really glad to do it. Close personal friend of mine, Braves general manager, Alex Anthopoulos. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.